the gospel of the feeding of the 5,000. We heard from the gospel of St. Matthew, an account that is recorded in other gospel accounts as well, that Christ was in the wilderness. They followed him there, many people. We know that according to the scripture, there were 5,000 men plus women and children. So there were many, many people, more than 5,000. And at some point, the apostles realized that it was getting to the point where they would soon have a problem. And they asked Christ if they should send the people away so that they could go and find something to eat. This was not a place where you could easily go and buy food. And so they were concerned. In fact, it says that it was a lonely place and that day was now over, was getting dark. And so, how does Christ respond to this very logical thought of the apostles who see probably something close to 15 or 20,000 people standing in the wilderness, in the desert? Very logically, they believe that they should send them away to eat. And what does Christ say? There is no need to send them away. You give them food. This, of course, seemed crazy to the apostles because, as we heard, they only had five, five loaves of bread and a few pieces of fish. No matter how creative they could get with their food, there was no way to feed all of those people. And we know that Christ blessed the food, the bread and the fish, and not only did they feed everyone that was there, but it says they were satisfied and there were 12 baskets left over of food. This is a beautiful miracle, but I think for our purposes today, the miracle is not the most important part. You see, we are a lot like the apostles. God uses us in order to fulfill his will. And today he says to us, you we, in other words, all of us together, you give them something to eat. We know that we are intended, not only intended, but responsible for one another. We are responsible to ensure that when one of us is in pain, the other is there to assist. Thankfully, in our own community, it is rare that someone is hungry or is losing their home and doesn't have anywhere to sleep. What's interesting is amongst the 20,000, I'm sure there were thieves and criminals, people that were jealous and mean and vengeful, people that were not good people. And yet, what did Christ do? He fed all of them without discrimination. He didn't ask questions. He didn't do a background check. He didn't investigate to see who deserved the bread and the fish. He just fed. And today we are called to also feed one another. And obviously it's very logical that 
we say, okay, maybe we should help feed people. But it goes beyond this. Feeding people is only a small part of it. In fact, there is also a spiritual aspect to feeding people, to nourishing someone else's soul, to do the right things so that other people's souls are fed, so that they become, they are drawn closer to Christ. You'll be tired of me soon because we talk about this a lot. The way that we act has an effect on other people's souls. When other people see that we are the ones that go to church and we act badly, they hold it against the church. They say those Christians, they go to the Greek church, they're Orthodox, and they act this way, their Christ is not the real Christ. Their God is not the real God. We have an opportunity and a responsibility to not only feed people's bellies, but to feed their souls. And finally, there were 12, 12 baskets left over. God gives in abundance, always. Those of you that have been at this church for many years, from the beginnings in 1923, were this very poor, poor community. And for many generations after, for many years after, and like many Greek Orthodox churches around the country, we tend to be in desperation mode, in survival mode. We tend to worry about how we're going to pay the bills. And therefore, we don't think much about feeding people's bellies or dressing them or visiting the prisons because we are just trying to find a way to pay Khamed and Nikor or our mortgage or whatever the circumstance might be in each individual parish. In this parish, at least in the last few years, there has been a renaissance in looking outwardly. And this was not a plan. There's no credit to be given. It kind of happened during COVID where we started to think more about feeding people outside of our church and dressing them. Not that it wasn't done before. It was done, perhaps not in such a, an organized and sustained way. And there started being a push to give money from the church fundraisers. And this was a bit scary because there's not an endowment and there's not money in the bank that could sustain things like this. And yet, God gives to us abundantly. God gives graciously. And there's money left over. Twelve baskets full. People give abundantly in their stewardship, in their donations, to help outreach. And there are twelve baskets left over. So I know that some things could be scary, it's scary to do things that we're not used to doing. But I want you to know that if we together feed people's bellies and feed their souls and dress them and visit them in prison, there will be 12 baskets left over. That I assure you. May God grant you the strength and the wisdom and the sight 
to see what we haven't seen before and to heed the word of the gospel and to feed as many as we can, both spiritually and physically.